Get a better broadcast podcast voice over voice. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Scripting for a better voice from writing it down, marking it up and getting it laid down on your audio workstation as well. We're talking about in the studio. We've talked about acoustics in a studio and now we're talking about microphones. Still to come in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to be talking more about headphones and how valuable they are to help you get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. Microphones are a topic of interest at the moment, though. Mic stands and mic arms and mic mounts, why are they important? Well, it makes sense that desk mics are those on a stand on a desk. Touch the base of the stand or a knock on the desk itself may likely be heard through the microphone. That's why many studios have the main mic held in an angle poise type arm, which can often be adjustable in as much as you can alter the height or the distance from you to get that Goldilocks position that you're comfortable with. However, I have noticed that some professionally designed studios have actually got the arm clamped to the desk in such a way that either the arm or the mic itself partly obscures the screen you're reading from, which is rather daft. Other studios have mics suspended from the ceiling in a carefully balanced combination of wires, which are less easy to alter for height or distance. But the angle poise one, which I've got here, and I'm actually moving it around as I speak at the moment, I'm going to stay completely talking, uh, and I'm not going to move at all, but I'm just going to move the microphone further away from me. And you probably can't hear You can hear the difference the sound on the microphone is, and we're going to be talking about microphone-to-mouth position in a few days' time, but you probably can't actually hear that the mic itself is altering. In other words, you can't hear the angle poise changing direction left and right and so on as I pan round. If that was a desk mic and I was altering it, you probably would because you'd hear the clunk on the desk as I moved it from position to position. And even though the desk mics actually have rubber feet on them, if I just pushed it across the desk, then you may actually hear the kind of reverberation uh, of the rubber feet of the mic stand on the desk coming through the microphone housing itself. That's why angle poise desk mounts are usually really, really good. As I say, <clears throat> other studios have mics suspended from the ceiling in a carefully balanced combination of wires which are less easy to alter for height or distance. But whether on an arm or from a ceiling, the mics are unlikely to be simply clipped into a clamp but they're held in place in a cat's cradle of taut elastic. I've got one here on the microphone that I'm using here. Uh, It's a shock mount. So why is it called a shock mount? Well, studio microphones are deliberately designed to pick up low frequencies, but that means they're also very sensitive to rumbles and vibrations, uh, properly called structure-born noise or impact noise, but you can only make use of the ability to record bass frequencies if they aren't drowned in rumble noises, so hence the elastic suspension, which means that the mics can operate at their optimum level as they are designed to do. 
And also a shock mount also helps protect the recording from accidental bumps on the mic stand because, again, they dampen the impact noise before it even reaches the mic. So I'm going to touch the microphone angle poise stand now and stop talking as I do so. And you can't hear, I don't think, the reverberation down the mic arm into the microphone because of the shock mount. All you can hear, if you can hear anything at all, is the actual fingertip on the metal casing of the arm. But you can't actually feel the reverberation down the arm into the microphone itself. Now, these kind of mounts, whether they be angle poised from the ceiling, the shock mounts as well, all very delicate, very intricate. Don't go moving them without knowing exactly what you're doing. In fact, don't go touching a microphone at all unless you know that it's okay to do so. Certainly don't tap or blow into the microphone to check it works. You know, one, two, one, two, one, two. I've done that away from the microphone. And don't touch the tap or, or, or tap the base or the stand. Be very, very careful. Especially in professional studios, microphones can cost many hundreds if not thousands of pounds okay we've talked about it for uh, a couple of times there and that is moving the microphone so it alters the distance between you and it tomorrow more on that mic to mouth position as get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice continues from london i'm peter stewart (laughs) 